It isn't the fish I came here for. It was instead to feel the wind on my cheeks, the squeeze of the river against my legs, and a hope that through it all I would walk away with a better understanding of myself. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. I come from a long line of anglers and outdoors folk. Two of my mother's brothers transcend the notion of fly fishing as a hobby and instead drape it across their lives like a calling. While their day-to-day lives might be turbulent and their temperaments mercurial, I have seen both these men on the water, rod in hand, patiently and lovingly coaching me on the finer points of angling for sunfish, trout, and salmon. When on the water, the chaotic trappings of their lives melt away, and I can see a pureness and lightness in their hearts and souls reflected in the deep water. But they are not alone in the chaos of mind and life, and for far too long I have found myself spinning a web of to-dos around me that slowly whittled away my time for angling as well as other restorative pursuits. That is, until a couple weekends ago when I finally followed my heart and the faint smell of fish returning from the sea to a small downeast river where I was met not only with a reflection of my true self in those tannin-stained waters, but a living spirit erupting from the tranquil waters, reminding me to follow my own sinuous path towards loving life. I had witnessed a massive salmon returning to its natal river to spawn. I was fishing with a friend in an open section of the river in pursuit of other sea-run fish. Cast after cast, we hauled in alewives and blueback herring amid the chatter and splendor of gulls, cormorants, eagles, and osprey all enjoying the spring bounty. The sky was overcast, a mist descended upon us, and our hair and wool jackets were covered with a thin veil of silver dew. Conversation vacillated between fly choice, casting techniques, and a profound love of the natural world. As our flies were dangling in the current just before bringing them in to recast, the salmon crested the surface one rod's length from us, first the tip of its nose, then the girth of its mighty shoulders, its long glistening back, and finally a tail larger than both my hands put together. It had porpoised almost completely out of the water, and upon re-entry, sounded like a log tossed into the stream. Atlantic salmon are also known by their Latin name, Salmo salar, which means salmon, the leaper. Salmon are anadromous fish, meaning they spawn in coastal freshwater rivers where the young will grow up, head out to sea, fatten up on the bounties of the ocean for several years, then return to their exact natal river to spawn. Most North Atlantic salmon, including our own, migrate all the way to their ancestral feeding grounds around Greenland to fatten up before returning. Depending on the river and region, salmon begin to return in great numbers in April following the spring melt and will continue to arrive throughout the spring, summer, and fall. This is greatly dependent on the environmental conditions of the river, like water temperatures and rainfall amounts, as well as physical impediments like waterfalls, which might make certain times of the year more conducive than others for a successful migration. The migration season of 2021 was one of the worst on record in Maine, with only 553 salmon returning to the Penobscot River, and just 21 returning to the Narragwagus. While those numbers might sound bleak, and they certainly aren't great, that is coming on the heels of 2020, one of the greatest Maine salmon runs in recent memory. 
So this weekend, you could head to your local Salmon River in hopes of catching a glimpse of the king of fish, leaping as they slowly ascend to their spawning ground. Keep in mind that Atlantic salmon are federally endangered in the United States due to their low numbers caused largely by overfishing, pollution, habitat loss, and dams, and so fishing for them is strictly illegal. But if you, like me, find strength, tranquility, and a glimmer of your true self reflected in a fish, there is none finer to observe from afar than an Atlantic salmon leaping from the dark waters of a coastal river. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.